I'm absolutely not going to consider parenting for the reason that you're talking about. I don't want to use a child to stretch my ability to grow as a person. What a gross thing to do. What a gross thing to do. What a gross amount of pressure to put on a child. Nope. I am not going to have children because I know that I wouldn't be a good father. Well aware of it. Well aware of it. I barely take care of myself. I'm not patient with myself. How am I going to be patient with a child? Uh, and I, what, what, is, what was the bill specifically she was it's speaking on? It's the Women's Health Protection Act, which was the bill that was proposed by Democrats in the House uh, to basically give uh, a safety net for abortion rights mm -hmm. so that it would be codified in the Constitution as an actual act by Congress. Yeah. And so she was giving her speech in opposition to this act that was passed in the House, has not passed the Senate yet. It's still sitting there. I have to take a second to say, I've read the bill, mm -hmm. and it is the most incredible bill that I've ever read in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Ever took them out of 200 and some years of Congress, the best bill. Repeat the name of the bill again, and I'll, I will just put it at the bottom yes, here, just so people can go read it too, because I remember when I sent it to you, Yeah. I sent the clip to you. Didn't watch the clip just because I, w I knew this was coming. Uh -huh. So I sent the clip to you and I was just like, I think your friend said some ridiculous shit here. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then from what I'm understanding, you went and read the bill. Yeah, I only watched about 10 seconds of that video and I was like, this bitch crazy. But So I went and read the bill itself. Yeah. And oh, dude. Right. I remember your, your response to me was that this is the greatest bill you've ever, ever. read. Ever. Ever. And, and I remember also what you said. You were like... Because it's written by a bunch of women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't read it, but yeah, that. This I'll, is, take, I'll yeah. take I'll take her word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we do encourage you to go read the bill and uh, and just see what happens when you put women in power. It's a pretty fucking fantastic thing. All right. So, do you want to just jump right to it? I don't know how. I don't. I honestly don't know how these reaction videos work. Or so what we can do is uh, is we'll. We'll talk over the video if it's maybe one or two words that we have to say in reaction, like mm -hmm. bullshit or whatever. But if we have something to say, let's pause it and let's talk. 
and then we'll proceed when we're done making our points. Okay. All right. So here we go. And this is um, where is she from? Is it Colorado She's from or Colorado. Georgia? She's a wife She's of Colorado. From, uh, yeah, it was. I. It looks like Rifle, Colorado, but I think people pronounce it Riffle, Colorado. I don't know, but she's kind of obsessed That's with guns. So funny because just you know, just a little background on this person. This is one of the more QAnon esque um, people in Congress. Yeah. Maybe maybe the very number one. Do you think Green Taylor Green is is more? Oh yeah, like far gone than Ooh. she is. Yes. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is now getting eaten by her own. So, yes. Greene is the, like, the head of the monster of QAnon in Congress right now. And, uh... So where would, where would Bobert be? She's, like, the right hand. Okay. Of the Godzilla. Well, you know what they, you know what they say. It is better to be at the right hand of the devil than in his path. Yes. Very true. (laughs) I learned that from this movie, um, The Mummy. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my God. When we were in college, I watched that all the time. I, it sounded so philosophical when I said it, but it's yeah. like, where'd you get that from? The mummy. The fucking scared dude that had like the fucking Star of David, <laughs> yes. and he was yes. like, he bought that bullshit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and and it stuck with me. It was like better to be at the right hand of the devil than in his path. And I'm like, hmm. It's true. No, it's better to get the fuck away from the path and the devil yeah. if you ask me it's better to not pick sides and just, just do you get the hell away but no, you do you here we are all right so this is the one from colorado um riffle or rifle or whatever mm-hmm. but what she does have is is dude they confuse me so much i'm not even gonna lie for the sake of this podcast okay taylor green um marjorie taylor green and lauren bobert i can't remember which one just got their ged like while in Congress. Lauren Boebert. Okay, so that's the same one we're talking about. Same one we're talking about. Next thing, she owns a restaurant yes. that is completely themed out with guns. Yes. In Colorado. Yes. Right. It and, is an obsession. And she has said some some oh, so by the way, if you haven't gotten your GED and you haven't graduated from high school or from college or whatever, you can be a United States congressperson, just so you know. So don't feel discouraged. Don't feel disheartened. Put your, get your campaign ready. Put your name on the ballot. Go, because she did it. I swear to God. Reach for the stars, man. Oftentimes, I'm listening to her. She don't got two good brain cells to rub together. If you do, go it's, for it. It's all about gimmicks and marketing. That's really what it is. She can sell herself. For some people. Mm-hmm. I don't. If if you're too gimmicky, like the yeah. fucking guy Moore we talked about before, when he rode in the fucking oh Roy Moore on uh, with a rifle on his back and the cowboy hat and on a horse, I'm like, when you go to Washington, you're doing none of those things. You're riding in a Lincoln Town car, yeah, in a helicopter, and you're wearing suits. So what is all this that's happening? Will right it here? save us taxpayer dollars if they ride in on a horse instead of riding no, in a limousine? Because no. Because the horses is more exp- are more expensive to care for than cars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You got to feed and house that thing. You can't just park it on the, on the side of Pennsylvania that's, Avenue. That's true. So, without further ado, um, we're going to listen to this woman talk about the Women's, Women's Health Protection Act. Protection Act. And her response. Uh, just to preface, I think she's against it. Yeah. Thank you. Mr. Speaker, it appears that the death of 13 American soldiers and the billions in American military equipment handed over to terrorists isn't enough tragedy for my Democrat colleagues. The best part is we both reached for the pause button at the same time. I was just like, wait a minute. What are we talking about? Are we talking about the Women's Protection Health, Health Protection Act? Are we talking about... She opened with 13 dead soldiers in Afghanistan? This is the kind of political grandstanding that grinds my fucking gears. <laughs> she is a representative. From Colorado. And she's got the microphone anytime she wants. She waits until the Women's Health Protection Act is on the docket for her to talk about Afghanistan. Are you oh. fucking kidding me? I that's I, oh. that's where she opened. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, what? That like she really cares about those thirteen people. But anyway. that's the thing. It's like it's so it's really so weird because like everybody can see that this is posturing or whatever. Well, everybody yeah. with you know 
like two I said, brain cells. two brain cells to rub together. Yeah. But a lot of people listen to this and they, you know, first for, for them, if they ever get to this, because I mean, we're watching this C-SPAN, yeah. you know, feed yeah, or whatever. Yeah, C-SPAN, exactly. You know, when they get the clip of this on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, whatever, yeah. they the people who are for her or are supporters of her will be like oh she's so caring she cares mm-hmm. about those 13 matter of fact i bet you if you if you if you if you could if you could get an ama with her like right now mm-hmm. really completely live just off off the cuff be like hey name one of the soldiers that died over there she couldn't tell you any one of their I names i was just thinking the same thing name their names yeah name 13 give me, people give me one of them one she doesn't know any but but she'll readily put this you know, out there, like she's so caring. Uh, exactly. I can't deal with this. Okay. All right. American soldiers and the billions in American military equipment handed over to terrorists isn't enough tragedy for my Democrat colleagues to continue their legacy of death and destruction. Progressives decided to bring abortion on demand up for a vote this week wait, wait okay wait this is not this th- let me just for any wait what? wait the, wait the war in afghanistan was not started by democrats no it was started by george w bush so what the fuck is it she was, talking about our legacy, legacy by, of death it was perpetuated by democrats perpetuated by republicans there is nobody innocent who has been in the white house for the past 20 years they are all part and parcel to this war in Afghanistan. And fine, Lauren Boebert, if you don't want war, cut the defense budget. You go first. You know she won't. It's not even a matter of she won't. The defense budget has never been like debated in no, my life. No, like never. the Pentagon comes out and says, we need this much. And that's how much they get. Interestingly enough, it probably was debated in my lifetime because I'm a few years older than you. And I was born during the Carter administration. He was probably the last president who ever gave any pause about the defense budget. The defense budget is currently at close to 800 billion, like Mm -hmm. almost a trillion damn dollars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've seen all these reports about ridiculous spending and how the fact that the war in Afghanistan costs three times as much as it should just because Mm -hmm. we're just giving money to defense contractors. And it's like, she now is going to put that on Democrats. Like, they're, everybody is guilty in this. Don't for one second think that anybody is innocent in this. That's so wild to me. But the part that drives me bonkers is that she is taking this opportunity to talk about death and destruction. And then, li- and I, I assume where she's going, she's linking this to abortion. Yes. Because this is about... Because war and abortion and, and like women's health is the same issue. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. She is equating abortion to murder. We can have an honest debate. Mm-hmm. Let's have an honest debate about when life begins. Does it begin at conception? Does it be? But we talked about this in our episode about the Texas abortion bill, where we explained that pregnancy is defined as two weeks prior to even having sex. So she is defining life. I don't know. Is she defining it as at conception, which happens when you have sex, or is she defining it as two weeks prior to that? Or is she defining it as, I don't know, six weeks later when they detect a heartbeat? I have a hunch. We can have an honest debate about that, but equating abortion to murder is a very slippery slope because people have abortions for multiple reasons. I I have a hunch. I have a hunch that it is not the two weeks prior that you're talking about. Right. Because she recently got her GED. So... Oh, you're not going to act like she's some kind of scientist. She's not going to be educated in that. She ain't the one. No. All right. Let's let's keep this rolling. These baby killing advocates have been spewing lies and half truths at an alarming rate since heartbeat bills have been passed by states all across the country. So I thought I would just address a few of these lies. Aren't there like four heartbeat bills in no, there's, total? There's more. No, no, no. There's there's quite a few. Is it more than twenty five? More than ten, maybe not more than. So 25. what the fuck she talking about all across the country? All across. 
<laughs> Last week's episode, we talked about media manipulation. The, the words of manipulative language are exactly what Lauren Boebert is doing. Thank you for calling that out. If you think... Well, I spot this shit all day, every yes, day. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I grew up in a household where we talked about psychology, and I've studied psychology, and I talk to people who have also studied manipulative language in detail. They're, these are the things that one must pay attention to. Yeah. We are all products of manipulation. If you have a social media account, you're being manipulated. Please understand that. So listening to somebody like Lauren Boebert talking, I can, I can specifically name the manipulative language that she's using. Baby killers, murder. Uh, all, all across the country. All across the country. Damn. These are things, when people speak in absolutes like this, beware that they're probably trying to manipulate you. It's yeah. either, if these people who speak in the binary, it's either you're evil or you're good. You're for the troops or you're against you're, the troops. You're for us or you're against us. You're a baby killer or you're... Yeah, you support your patriot. Even even pro life versus pro choice. I explained that in a prior episode as well. That this is not most people fall somewhere in between. Yo, I promise you, you more more often than not in life, you have more than two choices. Exactly. So yes, this is definitely manipulative language that she's using right here. All right, let's proceed. Lie number one: abortion is good for women. That's some CNN fake news right there. Women who have an abortion have an 81% increase in risk for mental health problems. Wait, this bitch suddenly cares about mental health? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. Okay, so we're talking, we're talking to a person who is a member of a party in general that has denied mental health services to people. Denied that mental health is a rampant problem in this country. Denied admitting for for decades that for the fact that, that back capitalism that, is causing a lot of people's mental health issues. Yes, capitalism itself is is causing a lot of people. It's it's basically the winners and the losers. Some people win, some people lose. That in itself and, and the losers who want to kill themselves. Right, and here we are. But she mentioned Afghanistan. The GOP for years, for decades, even back to the Vietnam War, denied that there was any correlation between people coming home from combat and having mental health issues. Mm -hmm. How dare she sit here and pretend like she gives a shit about mental health services? Oh, my God. <laughs> so she said she said they had an 81% chance of having like mental health issues. Sure. Yeah. And I and I I, I think that's a great statistic. It is. And I, and I, not not great. It's, well, of, yes, not it's great for accurate. women, but I think it's accurate. accurate. Because like I think I'm never going to have one. I've never had one. But I think having an abortion regardless of whatever stage it is. Once a woman and this is my opinion, once a woman finds out that she's pregnant a lot of things start changing in a woman's brain. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just the base, basic, very basic reasoning of, well, shit, I can't drink anymore. Yeah. Just something changes. It's not just, oh, I'm pregnant. Cool, what's on sports center? Right. That doesn't happen. Like, it's, it's I'm pregnant. What, what happens next? What's going on? And then to terminate that, there has to be some form of, like, whether mental anguish, trauma something that's happening mm -hmm. besides the physical that yeah. could be happening whether it's it's you know within the first trimester or whatever whatever so uh, if if it's if if it's as high as 81% where okay a woman has an abortion and now she's having bouts of depression and bouts of anxiety and you know she finds herself crying randomly or whatever that makes total sense yes however just before you said this you were talking about mental health. Yeah. And if you gave a fuck about these 81% of women, you would be proposing for their mental health help. Yes. You exactly. would be like, well, 81% of these women are having this problem. We should put some more funding into mental health services for women via, let's say, Thank Planned you. Parenthood or whatever. Thank but you. you are the fucking party that strips these people all they the time of funding, of locations, of... What are, and it's like yeah. I like they just she just keeps you know flip flopping. I don't know if that's the best word for it, but it's like yeah. it's not genuine what you're saying. You can't talk about 
the need for mental health. And then in the very next sentence, talk some shit about 81% of women needing mental health. When we, you know what you can do? Because this is online for the people who, you know, are on it. You can go check her voting record. Yeah. It's really that simple. Mm -hmm. Just look, just, she's talking about people need mental health services because abortion fucks with their mental health. Then what you do is you just go online and and Google. I'm not even going to do it for you. I'm going to tell you what I would do. Go to Google, type in Bulwark voting record, Google, search, and then whatever first three sites come up, pick one that says .gov. Mm-hmm. Is it'll probably be Congress.gov? Might be. Yeah, because yeah. and they have the fucking the they check, the, record, the check yeah. and the X that shows you each yes. one, and then you can go down. And or like, it could be something like Five Thirty Eight. Yeah. Or or Ballotpedia. They keep track of how these people vote. And then you can be like, okay, so are you voting for mental health or not? And then you'll see that she's not. And then you'll be like, well, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what I'm thinking here. You yeah. are full of fucking shit. Yep. There's two things I have to say about this. The first thing is. Mental health is something, mental wellness, I should say, is something that everybody struggles with. If you're human, you struggle with mental wellness at some point in your life. And they act as if this is a binary choice. Again, very manipulative. It's Mm -hmm. either this or it's that. They say that if you have an abortion, you're going to have mental health problems. You're going to have, A, you're going to have mental health problems no matter what. But B, it's not like avoiding abortion avoids the mental health problems. Right. She's, she's like, if, we, if, we, if you don't have an abortion and you go through complete pregnancy, this, this 81% is just going to just automatically be zero. No. Let me give you <laughs> okay. something that I've always wanted to say and thank God we have this podcast where I can say it. Let's take the worst case scenario here. Something that was not carved out in the Texas bill, by the way, which led to the Women's Health Protection Act even being written in the first place. Something that was not covered was uh, rape or incest. If somebody's raped, if somebody is a, a product of, 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 of an incestuous situation mm-hmm. where a family member is raping them or molesting them, then there is no protection in this Texas abortion bill that led to this congressional bill that Lauren Bobo is reacting to. So they pretend as if, if you have an abortion, that's the worst case scenario. But if you give the baby up for adoption, you're scot-free from any mental health issues whatsoever. Let me just tell you this one thing. This is, hold on. Something tells me that giving up your baby, your living baby that you're handing over for abortion, for for adoption, is way more traumatic than having... Let me draw it out for you this way. That's crazy. Once a woman is faced with pregnancy, regardless of the situation, whether it's a consensual relationship, whether it is incestuous, whether it is rape from a stranger, mm-hmm. no matter what, her life changes, period. Yeah. End of story. She is going to have some kind of impact mentally and emotionally just by getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. So if you say that giving a baby up for adoption is the best option, she will still need mental health services because once she is raped, her life is forever changed. <laughs> that's not something forever that you just bounce changed. back from. Like that's what's up. Like she is gonna have. She's gonna have emotional trauma. She has trauma from the rape. She has trauma from the pregnancy. She has trauma from the adoption. She has trauma from keeping the baby. There is no scenario where, where, where she's woman like, where is she's free like, from trauma. Let's go have margaritas. I'm good. Like, no. There is no situation <laughs> where she's free oh, from God. trauma. So these people need to sit down and shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. trying to come up with some scenario in which this is great for women. I'm glad you touched on the whole rape and incest part because I think the reason why this clip was sent to me slash us is because she had some things to say regarding that. And I think we're probably coming up to that pretty soon. Okay. So let's let's do that. And are 35% more likely to commit suicide. Abortion doubles the risk of alcoholism for women, increases yeah. the risk of future miscarriages by up to 60%, and of course, in reach, increases the chances of death in the mother. Yeah. Every abortion leaves one dead and one wounded. Whoa. Abortion is bad for women. Line number two. Wait, wait. <laughs> Every abortion leaves one dead and one wounded. Yo, le- okay, so listen. 
my takeaway from this, <laughs> my takeaway from this is one, she didn't write that speech. No. <laughs> Some intelligent speech. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect people who don't have formal education. I have a couple of those people in my family, and they're cool people and they're wonderful. Yeah. But I can tell when you're reading from a script. And when you've come up with shit yourself because of how you've talked before when, right. when not scripted. Right. And I've heard her, you know, talk off the cuff and I'm just like, you probably shouldn't be representing people. <laughs> so, so when she has a hot take, which is what we would call that, when yes. she has a hot take, like abortion leaves one dead and one wounded, I'm just like, good, good speechwriter. Yeah, piece of that shit. is a speechwriter. That's, that's a good speechwriter. For writer. sure. You got one right there. But that is, again, the <laughs> manipulation. You got one. So, again, we can go. I can go back to my prior point. We can have a debate about when life begins, but saying that abortion is murder is making a, an argument that you believe life begins when the sperm meets the egg. So... Let's focus on the science behind so, it, you know, you not know, the verbiage. Because the, the science behind it would say that, all right, fine. So, which which ties into the weird laws that they have in both Florida and Texas. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about when sperm meets egg, and let's say anything happens that terminates that union, right, is murder. So all miscarriages are murder? That's exactly where they go wrong in this logic. I understand 100% people who believe that life begins at conception. I don't know how I feel about it because I, I personally just don't... It, it doesn't impact me personally, but we, it does do impact blame, people that blame, I know. Who do we blame for the miscarriage? Was the mother not eating right? Was she not exercising? There's Was she so, not taking her prenatal vitamins? There are so many reasons why miscarriages happen. And that's the thing is that... Don't put me through... Now, I can't get pregnant anymore. I've had surgery. I cannot get pregnant. But during my years that I could get pregnant, don't put me through that kind of mental anguish to analyze all the reasons why this Mm -hmm. miscarriage would have happened. I haven't had a miscarriage. I haven't been pregnant in my entire life. Were you wearing jeans? Were your belt too tight? (laughs) That is what... (laughs) Women are already doing that to themselves. We don't need somebody in Congress to do that to us as well. So... This is something that women have to deal with privately. Yeah. We are already going through mental anguish. We don't need somebody in Congress doing this to us, too. Hey, man, I promise you, after this part, I mean, we're on episode 22. Yeah. The fact that I'm sitting here talking with you about, like, shit like this, I'm sure there's, like, a couple million dudes out there that's like, look at that fucking simp. And I'm like, yeah, I care about women, man. Take a second to address them. No, I don't want to address losers. They don't eat where I eat. I'm a boss. I'm not concerned about them. But I'm just saying, it's like, my, my, like, do you want me to apologize for caring about women? And I'm not one of those yeah. dudes who are just like, you know, well, I have a mother and a daughter and a sister. Like, mm, whatever. Even if I was an only child and an orphan, yeah. logic is logic, We're man. We're human. You can't, you can't say one, like, every time a pregnancy is terminated, whether through abortion or whatever means, whether medically or somebody took a coat hanger, you know, not to traumatize anybody. Yeah. Whatever that it's one murder and one 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 wounded and one one murdered one 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 murdered and one wounded. It's like come on, man! Like I don't understand the GOP. I do understand it, but I don't understand how people don't call it out, don't see it. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like you keep giving me these two options. You keep giving me black and white. Right. One murdered, one wounded. For the troops, against the troops. Mm-hmm. You know, pro life, pro like. Stop with the two fucking options, yo. We have to stop with this. Yes. Because life does not find itself in the binary most of the time. Not in this universe. No, no. But that's what these people are paid to... They think they're paid to do. Yeah. Is to fight for their party. And their party line is is to draw it in a certain way. Meanwhile, the rest of us... 330 million Americans are out here living our lives trying, trying to trying find to ourselves in the gray area. And that's why this pisses me off that these people are like, it's this or it's that. No, it's actually not. It's somewhere in between. Let's, let's get to the... Rape victims need abortions. Wrong. They need love. They need support. They need safety and healing. They needed a Glock 19 when it happened. It's time we start addressing... No, 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 no. Okay. You know what? what? Wait, before we even get into the bullshit that she just said, 
I'm not even going to repeat it because I'm I, I can't my brain can't have those words come out of my mouth. I'm going to feel stupid. What she's talking about is hindsight. Yes. It's, it's 100% hindsight. It's those people who think that like more police um, protects against crime. Like how many times have you ever seen a cop show up in the progress of a crime and and like Superman saves the day? January 6th. We know for sure that didn't happen it that didn't day. Happen the police that day. presence did not make a difference. Exactly. So when a crime is happening, right? You can't in hindsight in 2020 in hindsight be like be like that's the situation now mm-hmm. and I'm prepared for it and this is how I'm going to act. Mm-hmm. Like she 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 literally just said rape victims need love, care and support and a Glock 19. Now, if this were true, can you imagine all the fucking dead men there would be all about just strewn about like on sidewalks and shit in back alleys and whatnot? If women were just like, ha! <laughs> you trying to rape me? Turn up. Let's go. Because yeah. I got this. Yeah. Bang, bang. Right. We could be shooting people for no reason. That's, see, you're going too far. Just stay within the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> stay within the bullshit. I'm right there with you. What you're saying makes sense. A lot more people would be dead. It'd be like, first of all, uh, let's just say I'm a random woman and I've stumbled out of the bar yeah. drunk. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to get to my car. Or I'm trying to call. Let's, she's not a drunk driver. I'm trying to call Uber. Just fucking leave me alone. And the guy's like, look, it's okay. I'm just going to sit here with you until the Uber comes. I don't want anybody. You're trying to rape me. Bang, bang. Bang. Like, yeah. Is that what she's that's, trying to propose? That is exactly what she's advocating for. That's wild. So, first of all, let's just draw this in the, the simplest of terms possible. She's advocating she for murder. While saying she's while against murder. saying she's against murder. She's trading murder for murder. She's trying to murder men to save the babies. What sense does that make? She says, give him a Glock. She can shoot the guy, probably kill him. So she's just advocating for murder. All right, first of all, let me tell you how dumb this is. You can't rape from a distance. (laughs) Not that I have any, like, grand experience with this. I don't have zero. I do have experience with this. Sorry about that. And not just to blow it over. I'm really sorry about no, that. No, I will address that, it. That, that fucking sucks. I'm so sorry about I that. I will definitely address it. But you don't you don't rape from over there. Nope. You raping right here. Yep. At the very least, seven inches close to this woman. Yep. Do the math. Now, you, Mrs. B- Mrs. Bobert from Colorado, you want a woman within seven inches of space mm-hmm. to pull out a Glock 19 and shoot a man. Now, let's say this woman, okay, she's an American woman, so let's say she's about 190 to 220. Let's be fair. <laughs> right? Now, this guy, you know, he's already sized her up. Mm-hmm. She's 190 to 220. If he's about to go do anything significant, he's probably around 6'2", 6'3", yep. 270. Yep. She ain't pulling out shit. Exactly. That wasn't an option for me. She ain't pulling out nothing. No. Matter of fact, if she actually gets to pull out the gun, she gonna die by that same fucking gun. Yep. That is exactly what went through my head. <laughs> what? And full disclosure, first of all, trigger warning. Rape. What? Second of all, I have no problem talking about this because I've been through therapy. I, It is part of my life. It is something I'm definitely... I want to help people. I want to help people who don't quite understand to understand. So... That wasn't an option while a man was sexually assaulting me with his hand around my neck. That was not an option for me to pull out anything. I obviously wasn't armed, but if I were, he would have used it against me because he had authority over me. There was no way that I was going to overpower him to even reach for anything. They come up with some weird ass hypothetical situations all the time and like sell it like it's real. Exactly. In the moment, I was trying to do whatever I could to save my own life. And that in that moment, it would not have been to reach for anything. Oh, my God. So it's she's evident so, to me. She's so, these, she's so weird. Like, she really think that, like, just, just any random fucking tight end, 
shows up and tries to like rape her, right. she gonna pull out her Glock. You ain't pulling out nothing, B. I hope she's never in that situation, <laughs> but that's kind yeah. of the point. Is that I a hundred percent of people I know who've been in this situation don't ever try to project onto other people by saying that they could have done something to prevent it or they should have done something to prevent it. One hundred percent of women and men who have been in my position will sit back and say, I'm not going to say what if. I'm not going to say that they should have or could have. I'm pretty sure. Never. We Te- never do You know that. what? Tell me if I'm wrong because I don't want to speak for women. I'm not one of you people. But I'm pretty sure all of the people who, majority of the people who have been in such a terrible situation are happy to be a fucking live. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> and she talking about like some kind of some, some kind of like vigilante outlaw justice the, that doesn't ex- let's that doesn't talk compute. about the trauma that happens if I would have shot that man who raped. Oh, so me. so so now you've been raped and you've also killed a person. Exactly. Nothing about this scenario is makes the woman or the man free from trauma. I'm just I don't under again. 100% of people who have been in my position would never project onto anybody else. The fact that she's projecting and saying that I should have been carrying a gun yeah. tells me she has never been violated the way that I've been violated. And that's why she needs to sit you don't, the fuck you, down. You don't know, though. These people are really good actors. I don't know. But Is not not only she... that, though. Not only that, though. Because the statistics say that certain amount of women are and it's ridiculously high. Are raped by age thirty five or whatever. Absurd. It's absurd. I don't want to tell you because I don't want to depress you. But it's absurd. So there's a very good possibility that she has been because of the statistics, right? But here's the thing: you have a lot of people who don't believe who've been in that situation who don't believe that they've been in that situation, yeah. and they psychologically justify what's the word I'm looking for? But it doesn't matter. Um, justify, you know, or, or or excuse it away. Yes. Just be like, oh, well, you know, he's my boyfriend. He was drunk, so like, it's, no, you were sexually assaulted. Exactly. Sorry, but there's, you were. There's a definition but to it. Did Did you want to have sex? No. Did you consent to have sex? No. Did you have sex anyways? So what the fuck are you talking about? You got raped. Exactly. Exactly. There is no, and a lot of people excuse it because of the reaction that we get from people like her mm-hmm. in Congress that are paid. What is it, $175,000? Plus. They're paid a salary to say this shit. Plus, plus they get insider stock tips. Mm-hmm. So that one seventy four is just base. That's just base salary. All right. Rape victims need abortions. Wrong. They need love. They need support. They need safety and healing. They needed a Glock 19 when it happened. It's time we start addressing killing the murder, the raper, rather than the baby. Isn't the word What rapist? isn't needed is trying to rectify a horrible situation through the killing of an innocent life. Abortion makes up only 3% of Planned Parenthood's services. Yep, that's lie number three. That ain't a lie, that's the truth! It is the truth. Women who don't have the income to go, and okay, I just went to the doctor today. I have good insurance. My husband's a teacher, so we have very, very good insurance. I went to a dermatologist. I need to stop myself from saying too much here. I went to a dermatologist I'll stop you. Keep going. It was a necessary appointment for me to have. Mm -hmm. I had to pay out of pocket for it, even though I have good insurance. Now, thankfully, I have a job. Yeah, I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of derma, I don't think a lot of insurance covers dermatology. Right, but this is a life-saving appointment for me. Okay, so I had to pay out of pocket for everything that happened today, and thank God I had the availability, the income available to pay for this. So the fact that hey, women hey, are Beth, going Beth Rich, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not rich. <laughs> I'm, I'm middle class. So the fact that she's talking about. Planned Parenthood being uh, it being a lie that three percent of their services are abortion services. I really don't know what the statistic is. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But, but there but, are women who go there because they can't afford to go to a regular doctor bro, woman, because they can't afford to pay for what I paid for. Women today. go there for for counseling, for UTI checks, for regular checkups. They go there for condoms. They go there for 
birth control. They go there for random information. Right. That, you know, they can't just... Where, where, where else are they going to go for? I guess their own doctor. Well, if you don't have a primary care provider, where else are you going to go? Like, t- trust me. The Planned Parenthood in places like that, not just Planned Parenthood, their, their, their total revenue is not from however many abortions they've no, performed. No, that's not... That's, and that's what she's trying to make it out to be. She's just like... Mm. Uh, they're, they're like... You know, she has the numbers right there. She's looking at it on her paper. Yeah. And she's like... Um, they say that abortions are only 3% of whatever. And that's a lie. Okay, then, okay, then Lauren. What's, okay, then what's, what is what's it? the truth? Is it is it 50? Is it 80? Give, give me something. Let, let's see what she says. Give me something. Seriously? No one believes this. Planned Parenthood is America's number one abortion provider. More than 96% of women who seek help at Planned Parenthood have abortions. Planned Parenthood- Manipulative language, let me start with there. Let me explain what she just did there. She said that 3% abortion rates provided by Planned Parenthood was a lie. And then immediately jumped to, they are the number one. Hold on, they are the number one provider. Okay, the number one provider still could be 4%. Or 5%. The fact that she jumped from 3% is a lie. They are the number one. She's trying to use language to put in your head this gigantic number of 99%. I, lo- I love how she jumped from ninety from 3% is a lie. But her 96 is the truth. Right. Come on. Not only that. She got her 3% from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck she get this 96 from? I don't know. I don't know. This is manipulative language driven to trigger people into thinking that abortion is terrible. She's dressed the part too. She got the pantsuit on. She got the ponytail. She got the glasses. She got the she got the brooch. And all of this is avoiding the actual conversation about the reasons why women have abortions. You can talk about how you think it's wrong. Cool. Thanks for your opinion. I don't give a shit. Let's talk about why women have abortions. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the fact that it's because they were raped, because they were underprepared or didn't have access to birth control. It's because the relationship they're in is too emotionally unstable for them to say no. Let's talk about that. Let's not demonize the women who are having abortions. Let's demonize the situation that they're in that mm-hmm. made them resort to having an abortion. Thank you. That would make too much sense. Yeah, exactly. Planned Parenthood is for women's health care, like mattress firm sells mattresses. Right. What? And number four. Heartbeat. Well, I gotta... Excuse me? Look <laughs> laugh. She's, she just said Planned Parenthood is for women's health care, just like mattress firm sells mattresses. A lady. Mattress firm does sell mattresses. <laughs> the fuck? Planned Parenthood doesn't wait, only sell wait, abortions. She, wait, she was trying to make an analogy and like totally fucked it. Like, I'm not making this up. She literally just said, Planned Parenthood is for women's health services, just like mattress firm sells mattresses. And they do actually mattress sell mattresses. Mattress firms literally only sells mattresses. Maybe a box spring here and there and some Do fucking... Do they sell anything else? Like those... They only sell beds! The, where they, there's those outlet stores that sell mattresses, but they also sell um, drug paraphernalia. You know those places? Like water, water beds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, water beds and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing against water beds and stuff. Just so y'all know, please don't fucking cancel no. me. Oh. I buy all my fucking incense at water beds and stuff. I just, <laughs> I just say that just jumped in my head. Heartbeat bills oh restrict abortion. Actually, this one's true. You're damn right they restrict abortion. And I am proud to support them. I am proud that in just a few years, because of heartbeat bills all across America, there will be children enrolling in elementary schools, laughing and smiling because someone took a stand for the voiceless. God bless these children. God bless their mothers. And God bless America. God bless America. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Okay. All right. That's the best part. Let's let me state something that's probably going to be very unpopular but it's truth 
not every human should be a parent. Okay. Okay. So the fact that she is advocating for anybody who who becomes pregnant should become a mother. There are some women who do not want to be mothers. And for whatever reason... And I don't think that that person who's made a conscious mental decision that I don't want to be a mother... Because, and I, Matt, you know, it's so funny. Maybe we could put this at the beginning. There was a, okay. a, a, a clip earlier that I was showing a friend of mine of a guy making a case for why he does not want to be a parent. Okay. And he was just like, look, first of all, I'm not even responsible. Like, I can't even get up out of bed on time. Like, you want to give cool. me a child? Like, he was cool. so serious about it. So, I understand what you're saying yeah. about the mother who has the ability to be pregnant and has the ability to give birth. But... To, to be a mother, that ain't that ain't the thing. And that's me. Because I realize that being a mother doesn't mean I have to birth a child. I have good maternal instincts. I've had good friends of mine tell me that. That I am a great... I have great maternal instincts. Mm-hmm. And I do. That does not mean that I have to birth a child. I can be a, a, a guiding force in people's lives without having to be their mother. Mm-hmm. I can use my maternal instincts to help my friends, to help strangers, to help my coworkers. I don't have to be a mother to be a mother. So the fact that she's saying that any person who is able to give birth should give birth. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's just on logic basis. That's a dumb argument. It's a very dumb argument. It's a dumb God argument. God bless those mothers. I'm sorry. They may, they may not want to be Blessed. mothers. Exactly. <laughs> this, there is this religious notion to this, and I'm not trying to offend anybody who is religious because I, I think there is a time and a space and a good space for religion. Mm. It is not for me anymore, but... I respect people who are are religious and who find their faith to be a guiding force for them. But that should not equate to saying that because a woman is pregnant means that they are meant to be a mother. Not not only that, even even if your stance is religious based or whatever, what the fuck that got to do with Congress? Right. It's something that I feel is very personal. And it was to me when I was religious, it was very personal to me. I wasn't trying to project that onto other people. Mm. And I think that it is often misconstrued that um, God is at play in pregnancies happening. Because when I was faced with a sexual assault, and I thankfully did not get pregnant, but I was afraid that I would be. And I started, and that's when I flipped from pro-life to pro-choice. Those terms, I hate them now. But that was when I went, I I shifted my mindset to say, I don't want somebody else to tell me what I should do in this situation. Thank God I didn't get pregnant. But I would never for one second, and I was religious at that time in my life. Mm -hmm. I would never for one second think that that was God's work making this happen. This was a person who violated me that made this happen. You know, one of the arguments I hear a lot is like the baby that you aborted could be like the next LeBron James or, you know, the next Greta Thornburg or like, well, like, first of all, just on basic statistics, how many LeBron Jameses are there currently alive right now? One. One. So why the fuck you think your kid is going to be the next one? He's not going to be. He's not going to be the next one, dude. He's going to be the next cubicle houser. Right, right, exactly. It's the truth, man. probably average Joe at best. Because because the majority of us are average fucking Joes. Like, don't, don't, like, you know, you aborted your child that was going to fucking have the breakthrough that leads us to interstellar travel. But you aborted them, and so now we're stuck on Earth. Somebody else can fill that space. <laughs> and this, this actually correlates somewhat to the, situa- the the experience that LGBTQ have with how others react to them coming out. Mm. And, and I know some people very close to me who have, have dealt with this where on both sides of it, where they've either come out to their family or the, the, uh, the family members have had somebody come out to them and they're grappling with that. It's the, the argument of, I just, 
you know, I want them to be happy and I'm happy for them, but I'm afraid, you know, I just, I have to deal with this grief of them not having the picture perfect thing of having the spouse of the opposite sex. And it's like, but that's your projection of the world onto them. Mm, that's not what they want. That's for not what they've ever wanted. So it's, it's my projection of their their whole life and that's the same thing with this of, mm. well that kid could be the next lebron james that's that person's projection of what that child could be yeah. maybe they don't want to be lebron james hey mike michael jordan's son is not in the league and he <laughs> sucks at basketball so yeah there's that exactly now, so we we do need to draw that delineation between oh well if you're aborting this child they could be something great well, that's my viewpoint. If I'm the person saying that, that's my viewpoint of their life, which hasn't happened. So how could you possibly even make that argument yeah. in a serious manner? Anyways, GOP talking points, um, fruitcake shit, like Beth said. Tell these people how they can get to us. Oh my God. I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drunk. Well, apparently. Yes. Well, can... we are on we're on Facebook and Twitch. If you search for Mixed Politics, we're also on uh, Twitter at Mixed Politics One, and yes, uh, <laughs> Instagram at Mixed Politics. <laughs> we're going to put it all on the screen here. But then we're also on Patreon, and uh, Sandy's going to tell you about that. Go to Patreon.com/slash/MixedPolitics. Get a hoodie. Come chill with us. Yes. Come bartend for us. We'll kick back to you. You kick back to us. You know the spiel. It's been 22 episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything new right now. So to all of our analysts, pundits, and experts, thank you for sticking it out with us for 22. This is something new. We might do it again. Um, Let us know what you think. Put some comments. Tell us if you like the live reacts, if you don't like it, or if there's something that you want us to react to. Subscribe link thumbs Do up like tell your friends tell your mom we're also on spotify and apple all those kind of podcasts leave us a rating yeah if you just want to listen to us and you want to look at beth's pretty face or, cool. or my yeah. handsome <laughs> mug, there you go you can go directly to spotify amazon music um apple Podcasts, etc etc and you know i mean hit the five stars or four yeah and that'll be that all right we'll see you next week yeah There's a lot of vodka in your fucking drink. Yes. <laughs> I might have to call Jason and have I literally to told you to tell me when, and you were just like, I'm, I'm a boss. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow.